Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Initiate Orphan's Trailer. Welcome to The Orphans. It's Baz Gilroy. Baz Gilroy. Gilroy. Baz Gilroy. Hello. I am geometrically fabricated and functional reasoning unit, but you can call me Jeffrey. Do you know what they're going to do to me? That's what I am to them out there. Just a spill on the floor that needs wiping up, aren't I? But I will not stay here and witness your stupidity. You do nothing but pretend. You don't care about me. Get up. He's going to find us if we don't move. The Orphans. The Orphans. The Orphans. The Orphans. Facility. Out now. The following program is presented by The Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Everybody, welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 168, and I am your stupid, awesome analyst, John Star. With me is the hard man with hard opinions, AFLM. Oh, hello. And our security guy, Greg. I didn't think you were actually recording, to be honest. That conversation. <laughs> that entire conversation is recorded. And um, <laughs> in the same room as us, our King Baby Duck Evan. Kind of you on my bashes and winches. And you do have a very nice office space, well, thank John you. Star. Yeah. I, mean, I love how you have waddles right there from Gravity Falls. You got Gurr from Invader Zim. You've got a luchador Buzz Lightyear, I see, too. Uh, nope, that's just a luchador that I got at a Yankee Swap one Christmas. It's luchador Buzz Lightyear, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that, that does make it a little bit better. Um, so, this episode, we have a lot to talk about. Um, a lot of uh, things that we saw and a lot of things that we're looking forward to seeing. We're actually going to oh, be... Oh, that's right. I don't even know what I'm looking forward to seeing because I didn't even check it out. Right. So, we are focusing today, as our Tapagachi, mm-hmm. uh, a preview for you all of the new summer season of anime, which should be starting up by the time that you're listening to this, but this is our preview, and then the next episode, as per usual, is going to be... Um, our thoughts on the shows that we saw. Oh, right. So, Happy birthday, America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I would have been at Anime Expo, and I might have met up with Gerardo. That's right. You you have, uh, you have are going to have gone and come back yes. by the time that this episode is released. With, right? Hopefully. With Who knows? Seven. I could be murdered at this place. <laughs> yeah. That's true. There's like 100,000 people out there. I might be the one that gets crushed to death in my life. <laughs> and you're in L.A. Yes, that as well. Yeah. But I'm in a good part of L.A. This is the There's same... There's no L- such thing. <laughs> I've been to the... like The part of L.A. that I'll be at is the same part of L.A. I was at for E3. And it's a good part of L.A. There's only like one crazy homeless person who screams at obscenities at you. I'm Did- sorry, but 
to convince me that anywhere in California is good, it has to do be some pretty good convincing. You've clearly never been on Hollywood Boulevard then, because you see some of the nicest, craziest people there. <laughs> hey, look, it's Crystal Meth Elmo. <laughs> Actually, you're not far off. I remember seeing a guy who was hopped up on meth, I think. Dressed up as Elmo. Yeah, he was. It, it was like a bad Elmo, but... Actually, his head was just on a pike. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, snap what? Mommy Sakai starts. Yeah, oh, good. Ooh. We're going to get to that. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about that later on. Let's first start off, though, by ringing our news bell. Get the box. Ding, ding, ding. I'm I'll substituting I'll the actual. i open her up. Yeah. Freezing. So, everybody have <laughs> Oh, hey, everybody. It looks like we're getting a second season this October of We Never Learn. So that's, really? That was cool. fast. Yeah. Well, it must have been popular. It, oh, well, it was very popular. <laughs> we never learned that we want things that are better than just cute anime girls. And, and isekais. And isekais. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was the show that I felt did it much better than fucking friggin' uh, quintessential quintuplets, that's for sure. Yeah, I only watched like two episodes of that show and I was like, alright, whatever. I, I unfortunately watched the whole thing and I just saw the quality of it just drop lower and lower and how much lower can it go oh it went lower and here's the thing like like anime news network did this whole piece of like should you watch we never learn and they were bashing we never learn but they were like throwing praise at quintessential quintuplets and i'm like are you fucking stupid hmm. um who anime anime news network yeah oh the answer is yes <laughs> <laughs> although i <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I do agree with them sometimes, though. This was the part where I'm like, this this anime version of We Never Learn was actually better than the manga adaptation. Because, like, I'm reading the manga review for Viz Media, like, for Viz Media, and, like, the flaws that are in the manga version are, like, non-existent in the anime version. Like, the way that stories are being told, the things that... The more things are like condensed that should be condensed instead of being dragged out. The the anime version that we never learn is, in my opinion, much better than the manga version. Very nice. And uh, because of AFLM, I can now no longer unsee one of his like big issues with the drawing style. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Where... like I'm I'm reading volume four right now, and like, what the fuck is this? I know they did, they they did that they drew that scene better in the in the anime. But. It's like that's that does not look like that. Okay, so we're talking about the toes, I imagine the feet. Yeah, the, the drawing. Well, that's why because because last episode I said, well, the artist clearly doesn't know how to draw feet. Yeah, those and... those toes look like fingers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they look like baby fingers. Yeah. And I have it up here because I was reading this for review on my way up here to Braintree. Yeah, yeah. I already Greg is like hypnotized. They are just like all big toes. There's no well. There's like a pinky toe, and then they're all just big toes. Which is which is really it's really funny because like as an as an artist, they're more like thumbs. Me, yeah. Uh, drawing feet really isn't that difficult. Uh, every like everybody has. I actually have a lot more trouble drawing hands correctly than I have drawing feet correctly. Same. Um, and that that just comes with practice, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I would think that like when you're at that level of art. Actually, I really shouldn't be saying this because I still do a like really crappy hand sometimes. So like this is this isn't really like people are gonna read my comic and be like, oh, he doesn't really know how to draw hands all that well. It's like, oh, I will eventually. So it's fine. Are they gonna be behind rocks and clouds like Rob Liefeld? Yeah, there's just, every, everybody is casting a magic spell all the time, and I'm just doing like magic effects because it is a fantasy. So it's just like 
But it's not that high magic, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's not that high you know, magic? You, you know what actually really helps with drawing hands? Uh, and this this go, probably goes a lot with... Um, oh, do like uh, trace it like this when you make a turkey. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, Making uh, turkeys. Everything's uh, turkeys. Um, Kota Hiro... Uh, Hirano. Yeah, uh, Kota Hirano, the... the uh, artist Helsing. of Helsing. And uh, he drew everybody in gloves. Everybody's yeah. always wearing gloves. That's true. And, and it, when you draw a character wearing gloves, it doesn't look as funny when you don't draw the hands correctly because it's not skin to skin. They're actually wearing material. And you can draw bulky material, which kind of extends like the, oh, they're wearing gloves. It doesn't. Yep. It looks weird because they're wearing gloves. Completely true. Yeah. Walt well, Disney must have been shit at drawing hands then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But um, uh, but yeah, that's it's it is pretty funny that uh, when you're reading different artists, it's funny because you can tell their uh, their strengths, their weaknesses, their likes, their dislikes, their fetishes, their sexual preferences. <laughs> yeah. Um, over yeah. hands. Anything. Absolutely. No, over over anything. Like literally, I mean, if you like, it's it's just an artist thing. Like artists artists are literally. It's it's like we say in the my wife is not weird panel. Uh, art is the sex of the imagination. No, no, so, no okay. It's I, why it's why I always got such a huge laugh while watching the horrible anime My System My Writer because you could clearly see like when they drew characters' feet. That was like the only good part of the animation. Oh yeah. Well, it's the same thing with um, Yuna and the Haunted Hot Springs. Yes. So like, um, usually they they that type of comedy like Monster Masume. Mm-hmm. Monster Masume is very much a boob anime. Like he, yes. like he the artist is very much like, "Oh, I'm boob crazy." Yeah. Um in Yuna, he's very legs and feet crazy. He lo- like he thinks that's the sexiest part of a woman because mm-hmm. he draws bare legs and bare feet like all the time throughout the thing and Ooh. all the sexy shots are always like including legs and feet. Right. And um which and, you know, I'm a leg guy, so I Yeah, me too. Proof. Like and it's like it's like so I was like, oh, I I'll take this. Like that's yeah, right. This is my thing. And cool. then yaoi artists are hands. Yeah, well, yeah. every <laughs> single one of them ever. Like back to your earlier point, I honestly thought you could tell everyone's like fetishes by just how they draw the hands. that's why I was confused. That's where the confusion yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. For example, that that no, it's the subject matter that yeah. they like. For example, the frame that that Evan showed us, like you could very clearly see that that was strictly like even though the feet he's were not drawn, into that. The feet whatsoever. were drawn terribly, but like he's totally into feet. Yeah, I would say he's totally in the field. Oh, yeah. I, oh really? I, I don't know. He doesn't because he. Cause, it looks more like but then, I have to draw this part. But that's what I mean. Because yeah, exactly. Because because he draws like you know. Oh, he draws the boobs this, good. Yeah, like this character. Good. Like this character is in the swim club, but he draws her like Rob Liefeld. Like you never see her lower half. Like because he it, like he just I don't know. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> Diving off of the block with like using triangles. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I don't know. But I, th- I, I, did, I, I do think that's funny. I love art. I love yeah. I love analyzing art, and I love being an artist and being like in the mindset of a different artist, and you just know everything about them. And, and that's the other thing I like about art, too. Last thing uh, on this, I would say, uh, is that I didn't even realize that foot was so janky in that, even though it's the biggest part of the scene, I didn't even notice it until, Evan, you pointed it out. Oh, yeah. no, I noticed. Oh, Because yeah. well, then, I watched, did, then but... I watched that scene in the anime, and I was like, oh, they drew it better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course you did, but I didn't because, as a whole, the picture works. Like, yeah, the picture, exactly. it, yeah, it's, it's a fine. very well-balanced picture, so yeah. it's like, oh, well, it all works together, and then, but it's just like, if you analyze the art and yeah. look at the art, <laughs> then you realize that foot is weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he draws on the foot. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, what's it called? The, like, Web toed one, yeah. 
<laughs> Everyone's got web toes in that, that manga. Yeah. You yeah. know, that thumb foot reminds me of the thumb thumb characters from Spy Kids. Oh my god. If you remember. <laughs> <laughs> that gave me nightmares. <laughs> so we so we got off on this tangent by by saying that a second season of We Never Learn is coming out, which I still gotta catch up on We Never Learn because it's it, goes, great. it goes past the manga. Which I am like Currently. over the moon about because I love We Never Learn and I've already caught up with the manga. I have to wait two months till the next volume comes out. Yeah, and uh, and so I'd rather watch the anime and find out more. But it, uh, that also sucks because when you're somebody like me and you collect the manga, mm-hmm. it means that you've already read or you've already watched what you're about to read. Yeah, but so. like I said, I feel like they did a much better job in the anime than they did in the manga. I felt like like the yeah. story aspect, some of like the more. Um, Comedic elements are timed a lot better in right. the um, in the anime than the manga because I felt like they stretched it a little bit too long in the manga in some places. Yeah, and I'd say that's fair, but I'm kind of a yes and no kind of on that kind of thing because I, I like the manga. Like, I, mean, I, I really too. enjoy reading it. I, I enjoy so. reading it too, but for some reason when I watch the anime version, I'm like, okay, they did this part a little bit better. Right. They took out any of this unnecessary bullshit aspect of it. <laughs> it, it, it flows better for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, so yes, this October, season two of We Never Learned. I look forward to it because Me I too. love We Never Learned. I do too. I'm like, I, that might be the anime that Anaplex finally gets my money on. Although <laughs> oh, I did say I did say that about Blend S, but they never made a dub for Blend S. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm not paying $120 without a dub. or $600, $600 for the same thing I can watch on Crunchyroll for free? No thanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Precisely. So anyway... Attack on Titan season four has officially been announced, and it will be the final season. Oh, cool! Because uh, is, isn't the manga over? Like almost, they, yeah, um, almost. Uh, so I actually fell off of Attack on Titan three because uh, when I quit my job uh, and and became an independent artist, I stopped watching anime altogether mm-hmm. at, for like months, mm-hmm. and um, which is uh, too bad because I just don't have time for anime anymore because. I could watch something while I'm drawing, mm-hmm. but I can't watch anime because I have to read the subtitles and I have to draw. So it doesn't make any sense for me to watch anime while I draw. And Attack on Titan is one of those anime where it's like, oh, I really want to see this, but uh, there's so many other shows coming out. Uh, and I will say, like, the issues I had with season two of Attack on Titan are gone in season three. Yeah, I love, Everything... I love season three. It was season great. Th- like, currently right now, because I'm watching the Toonami version, because it's one of those rare things where like, I watched a subversion of Attack on Titan and I enjoyed it. But I'm enjoying the dub a lot more because I feel like they're, especially with um, with the voice cast that they have on Attack on Titan, I feel like they put so much more emotion in the English version than the Japanese version. Uh, may, yes and no. Um, I, w- I would agree. But I, I watch it in Japanese just because it's it's what I prefer. Right. Um, and, it's everyone's preference. Yeah. And, uh, but, um, you know, Attack on Titan Attack on Titan. It's, it's good. I like it. Yeah, I never yeah. watched season three. Yeah, it's it's good. I, I like it, and um, and that's that's why how it's, I hate your fans, but you know it's good. <laughs> <laughs> but season four, the final season, will be premiering in fall twenty twenty, so it won't be too nice. long of a wait. Okay. Like, there's no more. Oh, we gotta wait three years for this. Yeah. Oh man, you're right. I forgot about that. I forgot that there was such a long wait. Well, what was it? Twenty thirteen was season one, and then season two was twenty seventeen. But people forget that we did get another season of Attack on Titan in twenty fifteen, just junior high version. I love that one. Me too. I have that on DVD. I found that on on sale, and I was like, why would I not buy this? Like, this was, was like, it was funny. Yeah, it was really funny. 
And every, yeah, everybody's like, we didn't ask for this. I was like, I don't care. It's funny. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mamoru Oshii, the director of Ghost in the Shell, is coming back to anime. Mm-hmm. Just announced a brand new show called Vlad Love Vampire. It's a girls meets girl comedy anime show that will have uh, Oshi as the chief director and Junji Nishimura, who directed Rama One Half, as the director. And this will be Nishimura's first anime he's directed, I believe, in almost um, three, uh, three decades. Wow. Maybe, may, no, I might be. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, three decades. Really? Yeah. Well, no. Okay, so maybe I'm reading this wrong. Hoshi's first series in three decades. Oshi has directed, did like he, anime he did movies, movies he did but he's never movies. done a TV series in a very long right, time. Right, 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 yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, so what is it? What does that mean? A girl meet girl vampire? Is it like? Is a, it a Yuri show? Yeah, is it a Yuri vampire show? A Yuri vampire show with the spirit of an '80s slapstick comedy. Okay. Oh, that okay? Yeah. So, like, what we do in the shadows. <laughs> Well, I would, I would, I would, I would, but... I would love a Yuri. What we do in the shadows? <laughs> I mean, it sounds more like what, like so. I remember what was it last fall? There was that show, Miss Vampire, who lives in your neighborhood. Yes, yeah. But that was that was more like Kinero Mosaic. Yes. Than what? And it was boring. It wasn't as good I, as Kinero Mosaic. Well, Kinero Mosaic was great, but like I did enjoy Miss Vampire at some from some aspects, but it wasn't as strong as Kinero. But. They're saying that uh, Oshi and all the uh, all the people that are working on it right now, um, they're trying to get that sort of Rama one half and Ulisa Yatsura sort of vibe from this anime. Mm. Currently, it's going to have twelve episodes. It'll be premiering in spring twenty twenty, and it looks pretty good. Like I'm happy that Oshi is actually legit going back to doing anime and not that weird ass live action stuff he's been doing the past few years. Maybe he got bored. He's like, I want to be frustrated and do animation. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, I'm very excited. I'm hoping it turns out to be a very good show. So next up on the list, there's another kind of interesting anime that came up in my rainy dark called Interspecies Reviewers. Oh, oh my I've, gosh. I've seen the... I've seen that. No, I know. I'm, <laughs> I don't know if Greg has seen this. I'm... I'm totally familiar because uh, it it gets advertised to me from Right Stuff all the time, and I was like, "Why am I getting this?" Like, <laughs> I, I did not ask for this. <laughs> yeah, and um, and so I I read the preview. I read no, I read the first chapter, and and I and I was thumbing through it, and it's so it's a show that's or it's a, a manga that's literally about like people writing reviews or humans writing reviews on what it's like to have sex with this creature of a different correct s- species. And yes. I was like, why? Like, why do we need this? It's because of monster girl fetish and and right and all that stuff. But it's 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 weird because it's like prostitution and it's just like what I don't know. It is. The, it is. Yeah. But the thing that really really is um um interesting about this is like who is actually working on this. So we have um, Yuki Ogawa, who unfortunately directed Fully Coolly Progressive, uh-huh. um, and Miru Tights, and Miru Tights. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, um, <laughs> that's, that's quite the. This is this is a perfect series. The tights for him. one makes more sense for this kind of series yes. than progressive. Well, I don't know. He likes to direct trash, so <laughs> right. But here's the thing: the person who's writing it, his their name is a Kazuyuki Furiyashi, but and they have written that time I got reincarnated as a slime and Girls Last Tour. Okay, so pretty good writer, except for the fact that the second one they mentioned is that uh, shitty dropkick on my devil. 
Oh man. Yeah, that sucked. So I'm I, hoping that it's more like time, more like slime or girls last tour. I want get, quality. Like all that. right, let's let's be real though. This is an interspecies reviewer <laughs> thing. You really are hoping for slime and girls last tour out of this? <laughs> well, look, we especially we girls last tour. Girls last tour. Look, yeah, listen, we did not expect Monster Musume to be as brilliant as it was. Yeah, but the funny part about that was there wasn't any actual sex. Like this is about like I banged this girl and this is how it was. And, and I was just like, I was just like, this, I don't like that kind of stuff. A cowgirl or yeah, a like I don't like that girl. kind of stuff. It, it just disturbs me. I'm pretty sure, especially the one in the blue bikini, it was the one on the right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you still have the photo? No, I just. Don't deleted it the but the cowgirl cowgirl yeah the one on the right with, with like the, 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 the boobs that are half the size of greg's head yeah she they're like bigger than my torso bro yeah uh, bigger than her she, torso yeah. i know right she she looks like she's only 12 so that's my first yeah problem. first and foremost you're you're correct about that mm-hmm. second one that's that bikini is way too small, obviously. And mm-hmm. third, her back problems are going to be awful. <laughs> yeah well, no probably because she always just leans forward like a beanbag chair that's brilliant I've never um, thought of that is that how it's like she gets around too it's like on those bouncy balls she probably uses them as like a bounce oh like the South Park episode where yeah. everyone fries their testicles and now they bounce all <laughs> over the place yeah them. so she does the same thing she just goes boing 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 <laughs> down the street like and, and another and another <laughs> issue that I have is the cat girl character yeah is one of those cat girls that has fur on their legs and feet and hands and arms mm-hmm. I hate those guys cat <laughs> I was like, I like, want no, normal feet. No, they have to have regular, like no fur. It's fifty percent fur. Yeah, it's point. it's it's tail, it's tail and ears. That's a good cat girl. Everything else is human about them. Yes, like that's a good cat girl. That is a perfect cat. No, girl. no hair on the extremities. The only one I accept is Felicia from Darkstalkers because it's Darkstalkers. It's Capcom. It's fine. Yeah, but that one and that one's scary though because she's got like the really big hands and really big feet. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, she's she's just different all around, but but it's just annoying. It's just a tease when you have fur on like things that <laughs> it's I like, like. That's half animal. Yeah, it was in half animal. <laughs> uh, let's see. So the final part of like non like anime based news, we've got the two part anime film for Sailor Moon Eternal finally getting a release date of twenty twenty. And the thing I like about this aspect is that they actually got the original character designer from the Sailor Moon anime from the 90s to design it. This is how I feel like the anime should have been with Crystal. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Um, so what part of the Sailor Moon series is Eternal going to be showing us? This is the Pegasus arc, I believe. I don't know what that means. So season four, <laughs> Super S. Okay, all right, okay. Super S. That I understand, actually, so... Okay. So, a lot of people didn't like that season, though. That's, that's interesting, though, that it's only Gonna two movies. Yeah. Right? Instead of a full series. Yeah, right. because everybody hated that series. Yeah, everyone hated Crystal. I because... suppose that's true. So, it's like, let's get through it as No, not as Crystal. I'm talking about season four of Sailor Moon. Oh, oh, right. Like, a lot of people didn't like... Like, they, they liked it up until, like, Chibi Sailor Moon showed up, and then they were like, well, I don't really enjoy this anymore, because now they're contradicting a lot of stuff that happened earlier in Sailor Moon. So, I don't know. Alright. I I enjoy... I, I wouldn't... I'd still say that Sailor Moon S is my favorite series of Sailor Moon. Super S was okay. Stars... I liked Stars. I was glad I was able to see it. But... It wasn't the thing I was hoping it would be after hearing, you know, 20 years of hearing what Sailor Stars would have been. Mm. <laughs> but anyways... 
My favorite was the American Sailor Moon. <laughs> I liked it, I liked it when they all died. Like that was crazy. <laughs> that, was, that was nuts. Like we yeah. were like, oh my gosh! Like what? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but that was only in the Japanese version. They didn't yeah. do that in America. Well, now it's in the American version. Now it's in the American version. Yes. Yeah. All right. How about we go into the West? Wow, that was fast. Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans has officially been announced. Has it? Yeah, it's, unfortunately, it's going to be a direct-to-DVD film, but it will have okay. yeah. it will have the original Teen Titans uh, interacting with the Teen Titans Go characters. Hmm. And um, Weird Al Yankovic has been cast as both Gentleman Ghost and Darkseed. Awesome. Huh. Um, so, the way I feel about that is, I think this movie is literally just going to be funding... A, or try to fund the new Teen Titans. Yeah. If people are interested in buying this, then we will bring the original Teen Titans series back, sort of thing. Yes. That was the... We've talked about this on the show a million times anyway. That was the conspiracy behind Teen Titans Go to begin with. Yeah. Is that they tried to make it super incredibly popular, which it is. Yeah. So that they it's can... It's all its own Cartoon Network. Yeah, so that they can fund and bringing it, back. And you know what? It's There's a brilliant idea behind this, too. Because... If they had just released a original Teen Titans series movie and the numbers weren't as high, then they then Warner Brothers would have been like, the numbers aren't high enough, we're not going to fund it. But now that they did Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go, now they have all of the Teen Titans Go crowd and all of the original Teen Titans crowd buying this and say, look how high our numbers are, WB. They I, want original Teen Titans. I yes. would argue, though, that that already happened when they made Teen Titans in Tokyo. Trouble in Tokyo. Trouble in Tokyo. No, I don't think so, because that happened before the series ended. It happened... No, that was that served as kind of the finale for the Teen Titans series. Oh, you're right. It did happen afterwards. Yeah. yeah. All right, I, re- I retract that statement. But even still, though, I don't think so. I think that that movie was planned to begin with, because it's like, well, it's a Teen Titans movie. Like, it's a DC property. We need to make a movie of it, sort of thing. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that I, I think that this is going to be their fighting chance to get the original Teen Titans series back, and I hope that it does. Because yeah, I'll I'll tell you something. If it winds up being one of those Warner like ex, Warner streaming site things, exclusive things, oh, I will get a subscription I will for too. that. Yeah. Oh, I, I will. Too. I'll just steal it. Because <laughs> <laughs> no thanks, I can't yeah. afford that. All right. So another Into the West thing, and I didn't write it in here, but it was something that I sent over to your wife about them doing a new Scooby-Doo series in the style of the old, like... Hanna-Barbera. Hanna-Barbera, but with celebrities. Like... Weird Al Yankovic, of course, shows up in one episode. <laughs> Janelle White reprises his role as Urkel in an episode. That is incredible. So they're bringing back... Um... Scooby-Doo oh, Goes to the Movies. No, it wasn't Scooby-Doo Goes to the Movies. It was just called... It, it was something else. Um, the Scooby-Doo Show. That's what yeah. it was called. The series was called The Scooby-Doo Show. And, and that's where they had, like, Batman and Robin. And, and Batman, Batman and Robin. Robin, Robin Trotters, Trotters, Holmes, uh, Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. It's called Scooby-Doo and Guess Who is, okay. the, is the name of the series. So, Joel White to reprise roles as Steve Urkel for upcoming Scooby-Doo and Guess Who. And it actually looks really good. Like... 
Yeah, that looks classic. Look at that. That looks that looks pretty good. I, I enjoy it. Classic with a fresh coat of paint. Yeah, is what I like to say. Yeah, because Urkel looks like modern, and and nobody ever made those kinds of expressions in the original Hanna Barbera cartoons, except for maybe Shaggy when it was like, <laughs> you know, those noises that they would make. Um, and the and of course the best episode of Scooby Doo ever, the Johnny Bravo. Episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my glasses. Yeah, I, can't I can't be, be seen, seen without my glasses. glasses. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Jinkies. Isn't that yes, breakfast cereal or something? I want to know what Johnny Bravo would look like without glasses. Now. <laughs> you never saw. He has. I know. That's the mystery of it. That's the beauty. Exactly. So yeah, they're going to be doing uh, Scooby Two and Guess Who. It's going to be on Boomerang. Which oh, means oh, that, awesome. um, which is, uh, which means that VRV might get it. No, VRV it has really everything. Boomerang, everything, like absolutely everything, just about everything. Because Teen Titans went to Boomerang, and they don't have Teen Titans on there, so I right. still think that's a WB property, though. That one's a little different. That one's a different set of waters. Mm-hmm. Um, let's not forget that they're doing a 50th anniversary release of uh, Scooby Doo. And well. that's what initially I sent over to your wife. Now yeah. that I think of it, they're doing like the whole 50th anniversary complete series of of Scooby Doo. Where are you? Wow! And it comes in a haunted house. And how many discs is it? Because how many episodes did they make? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't tell know. you that. So are I'm you? excited about that. Yeah, that sounds like a good anniversary birthday christmas gift whenever it comes i'm out. sorry gift yeah. <laughs> christmas kwanahanza whatever you want to call it what was what was the fake holiday well not the fake holiday what was the holiday on the oc that when they combined christmas and hanukkah christmaka the oc remember the remember that show on fox it was like i, I remember but i didn't watch it i never watched it either but i remember people were talking about oh did you watch the christmas episode i remember snowflake day from yeah happy snowflake day from uh clone high yeah i enjoy my fish tacos by the fire <laughs> <laughs> happy snowflake day yeah so the final piece of news that I have, and it's not cartoon related, but whenever I talk about the anime Konosuba, the very first show that comes to mind when it, when I think of the humor aspect is this British sitcom called Blackadder. Blackadder, yes. Blackadder. <laughs> and they just announced that the Blackadder stars are meeting up and mm-hmm. they might be doing a fifth season after almost 30 years. <laughs> That's a ridiculous amount of cool people yeah <laughs> rowan atkinson tony robinson stephen fry and hugh laurie Jeez. yeah right like that's that, nuts this is an amazing cast of people i'm pretty sure the war is over by now right? well here's the thing so <laughs> so I, so i never even realized this until i read this article but the whole point of black adder was the youth criticizing the old people for being morons and idiots now, with them now being old, they have to now realize, oh, now we're the legit idiots now. Huh. Because this one will have Black Adder as a university lecturer. And now he's a teacher. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Would, would Baldrick be a janitor? That's my question. <laughs> or, I couldn't tell you Okay, Okay, would Baldrick be... Um, he has to be a professor, but it has to be a professor of something ridiculously stupid. <laughs> but, but yeah, like you said, this is a great cast. Imagine 
if they were able to get this done. Because it's still in talks. Yeah. By the way, for those of you who don't know, Black Adder is actually on Netflix now. So mm-hmm. it's, is it really? Yep. It's on Netflix. I'm so going to watch it. Yeah, Holy you can crap. Watch Black Adder on, on Netflix. I will say I I that, that. I think I knew that. I will say it has my favorite interpretation of a Christmas Carol because it happens all in reverse. <laughs> Because he starts out as a nice guy, and then he turns into a shitbag after he visits his past selves. <laughs> That's great. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm stoked. I hope it happens. I hope they actually film it. And he also just announced, too, they're doing, a, I think it's the 12th season of Red Dwarf as well. Wow. I never thought I would hear that name again. Yeah. Everybody on the Nerdy Show is going to be freaking out. Oh, I think that's where I learned that about it on yeah. the Nerdy Show Network, a little thread there. But yeah, um, and what has impressed me about Black, I um, mean, um, Red Dwarf is, you know, they recently had two other seasons after so long, and it's still funny as hell. Mm. And the characters, despite them being now in, like, their 50s, they still look like they're in their 20s. It's crazy. Um, well, speaking of Into the West, mm-hmm. do you want to review Toy Story? Yeah. Okay, go right ahead. So, uh, 75% of us saw Toy Story 4. And uh, to to very extreme mixed reviews, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I so I, I'll start by saying that I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Toy Story four. It's definitely um, a beautiful Pixar film. I am gonna say this though: it is not a kids movie in the least. Uh, All right, explain. I. I, there are some adult themes in there, but I think it still passes as a kid. Some, movie. well, sure, a kid will enjoy the movie no matter what. But some adult themes, like just think of the the villain. Like, what kid is gonna be, is gonna be able to relate to the 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 Gabby Gabby doll? Yeah. Well, who? Kn- no, they won't. Uh, I don't. Yeah, maybe they can't. I don't know. Not to mention being horrified by the ventriloquist dummy uh, hitman <laughs> bodyguards. But yeah, they were... So I was in a six o'clock show on AMC's like five dollar, six dollar Tuesday now. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course there were kids in the theater, and when you they first showed the ventriloquist doll, uh, I didn't hear any kids like s- screaming bloody murder, like in like being horrified by yeah. it. So I don't. I don't know if it would scare kids that much nowadays because I feel. Like I heard. I heard it, a lot of parents nervously laughing about it, trying to like not freak their. Yeah, because we we yeah. saw a ten thirty a.m. on Friday. Yeah. Show and yeah, and it was just filled with kids. We were the only ones in there who who went with. Yeah, children. we weren't accompanied with right. children. Which, and it makes you feel weird, but like you're a child of the '90s, and that's when it came out, and it's like Toy Story was made for us, right? Like, it was, and I think that this one was also made for us. I that's and, uh, and that's where I disagree with you I, because I because Toy Story three was made for us, and then this one was crap. Well, sure, and then no, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was no because here's why it was crap. I mean, besides the fact that they regressed Buzz as a character, Buzz regressed. Oh. No, they um, they regressed more than Buzz. Yeah, yeah. they regressed. Every, everybody took a back seat. But so everybody took a back seat. But they regressed Buzz the most because he's supposed to be a main character, and yeah. he was no longer a main character. He was just like a side funny, and he was an idiot, and and he was dumb. And then, um, which he's not dumb. He he totally by Toy Story two he wasn't dumb. Yeah, which is stupid. And then and then not only that, but we're supposed to care about. 
this little girl the same way we care about Andy. And they... So, Toy Story 3 traumatized us. Yeah. We were... Like, after we watched Toy Story 3, we were were all crying. We were so sad that Andy gave his toys away and to, to this little girl. The end. That's the end of Toy Story. Like, That's what it been. Yeah, there, there's no more Toy Story. We were all sad, and then they were like, "Remember that emotion we took out, we got out of our audience for Toy Story three? Let's do it again." And then, and then, <laughs> and then they didn't because it was just like, okay, I don't relate to any of these characters anymore because not only did they change their personalities, but they changed their motivations, and now just to get the end result that we want. I would I would say that probably since they made the film up, they've been trying to do the let's make a family film, but we're gonna make them cry. Yeah. Like yeah. dry yeah. heat crying at the end. And, Every fucking Pixar and, and, movie uh, since then. And so like Evan, you haven't seen it yet, right? Right. And, but I'm already picturing it in my brain. Like just them trying too hard. Because the reason why I hated it was the ending. And I don't want to... I don't want... Well, I mean, it was the journey up to the ending. But it, it also... Mo, majority of it had to do with the ending. Because it didn't make any sense. Yeah. The ending made zero sense. And it was... Everybody was like, oh, it's so sad. It's like, no, it's not. It's just dumb. And then... Um, and Maybe that's what Tim Allen meant when he read the script. And yeah, was like, that's it. <laughs> and I'm crying. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he probably did the same way like Mark Hamill did about Luke. Where he like danced around the fact of like, I hated this movie. <laughs> um, and, then, uh, and then there was Forky. Which the whole movie is advertised about Forky. This new character. And he's just a plot device. He has no personality. He has no story arc. And he, he's literally just a plot device. He had a little bit of a story arc. He had no story arc. See, I don't... What was his story arc? He got like, created and he was trying to find himself in the world. And he found it once they made it to the antique store. And then he was a plot device. That, was tw- that wasn't even 25% through the movie. Um, so <laughs> That might I, be a fair point. <laughs> so I don't mind Forky being a plot uh, a plork device. A plork device. A device. I don't mind that. Because, but, no. because it was Woody's journey. Uh, I do mind, however, that the movie was solely... It was Woody's movie. Nobody else's. Yeah. But Which is what they did with Toy Story 2. So why would they try to make it another Woody movie? Right. Well, and but, but, but that's, that's what I'm trying true. to say is... is no character should be a plot device. There, they should be a character. Because Forky was hilarious. That was Forky's role in the movie was to be absolutely hilarious, and he was. Yep. This movie was really funny. It wasn't written well. It was. It was just funny. And just uh, on, on the point of Toy Story two, there was yes, it was a Woody movie. I will agree with you there. But there was a very distinct well balance between all of the characters. There was Woody's timeline. Yeah. Yes. That uh, of him meeting Jesse. A, a and, story, B story. Yeah. Yes. And then there was. The rest of the toys, led by Buzz, yeah, um, who you know, and all the like, Mister Potato Head. I think he spoke once in the movie. Yeah, you know, and, no, and that's a good point too. Yeah. We met the Colonel, Bullseye, Jesse. We met all those characters, and we and we cared about them. We loved them in Toy Story too. We cried over and Jesse's then, backstory. And oh then, yeah, and <laughs> then uh, and then in this one we meet Key and Peel, and then we meet Keanu Reeves, and then. But, I don't give a shit about these characters. They Except suck. for Keanu Reeves, they were well, no, they were no, funny and, and and that's great. Yeah, they were funny. They were they were plot devices because they were funny. Mm-hmm. They weren't characters because at the end of the movie, nothing happens. 
Yeah. Have you guys... Go away! <laughs> and it's just... What is Piss this? off! We what have your money! Movie? <laughs> like, nothing happened! Well, think about it for a second. So the, the first three movies were about Andy and his journey, right? And then right. at the end of the third movie, you see that they're transitioning to a new child, Bonnie. Mm-hmm. I think they were continuing the transition story with this movie and did now Bonnie's journey and how maybe they're going for a new set of characters and that's why they're kind of deviating from our main cast over three movies no but i'm saying like yeah i think what andrew's trying to say is they tried to do in do in one movie what three movies did previously and not only that but i can't spoil the ending of the movie oh yes you can I'm going on Wikipedia right now just to see. By the time this episode comes out, like the movie will have Okay, been it, skip well. five minutes ahead if you if you don't want it, the, the uh, Toy Story 4 spoiled for you. I don't want to spoil for Evan, though. If you... I'm already... I have the Wikipedia up right Ooh. now. I'll yeah, he's spoiling it. So, I'm spoiling it for myself. Okay, here's a spoiler warning. Woody leaves Bonnie after one movie. Why do we care? And that's another thing, too, is is how come... How come it would never happen... Woody would not leave Buzz. That is just absurd. Like, it's not, it's it's an absurd plot move that it would be like, okay, good job, buddy. I'm glad you found happiness. See you later. Yeah. What? That doesn't make any sense. They hugged once and then, like, yeah, and then, uh, and, and never so, and, again but, seeing each other. But how, how, how are we supposed to care that Woody is leaving Bonnie? He becomes a lost toy. Yeah, but we but we don't care that Woody is leaving Bonnie when Bonnie one doesn't even care about Woody, mm-hmm. and and we were only with Bonnie for one movie. So I think what they're doing is they're trying to scrub out the old cast because now uh, Tim Allen and and Tom Hanks are too old to play these characters. Mm-hmm. So they want to usher in new toys, but who are the new toys? We don't know because because if they're going to keep making Toy Story movies. Um, they're going to do it with a different cast. Gabby Gabby could have been the new main Toy no Story. No way. That would be so bad. <laughs> that would have been awful. So, and, and it, it's just, it was just a mess. I hated the story. I hated the premise. I hated the message that it gave. I don't know. And I liked Gabby Gabby's story arc. No, and it was okay. But that's the problem, is everything was just okay. It wasn't sad. I didn't care. I didn't cry. I didn't feel anything for it. I felt a little bit. But, but that was because it pushed you to that point where I was just like, I want you to feel things, feel things, and it was like hitting you over the head with it. There I were... felt fear. That was about it when yeah. I saw those ventriloquist dolls. <laughs> there were a couple things that um, I liked uh, about the movie, the, the little hints of like fun things that they sprinkled in. One, the car- Combat Carls. They brought that Combat oh, Carl. That was great. Yes, <laughs> that, was, that was funny. Two, when... Um, when uh, you see Bo Peep again and like her sheeps are collecting things and there's the grape soda cap that, oh, yeah. uh, that they give him and she's like, no, ugh. And, uh, grape soda caps from up. And then um, when they go into the pinball machine where all those lost toys are partying, the Tin Man from uh, Pixar's very first yeah. thing ever is the doorman. Um, so... Uh, and then another one there i cannot speak today and another one um they have they stopped at the gas station the dynaco gas station from cars well no, no dynaco Dynaco's gas- in every movie in all in every i swear that was just from the cars no it, it, they go to the dynaco uh, gas station in uh, toy story one when yeah. they're stopping at for pizza planet so there's a pizza planet truck in every pixar movie uh, yeah. and there's a and there's a dynaco in every gas dynaco is every gas station 
Um, <laughs> my mind was yeah. just blown. Everything is connected in one universe. That's, that's what they're saying. So the timeline is that Cars is the last so, movie because it's the apocalypse. So it had a lot of nice ideas. It had a lot of nice ideas in writing. It had a lot of funny moments, but that doesn't excuse the writing for being bad. Mm-hmm. And that's what I say for all movies. Is like just because something is, it was the same thing with Wreck It Ralph. Mm-hmm. Like just because the movie is funny doesn't mean it's a good movie. It doesn't excuse the bad writing. And you can't make excuses for something just because it's a property that everybody loves, which is the Marvel and Star Wars argument. I love this property, so they can't do anything wrong. It's like, no, it's okay to say that things are not good. Like, the same way that, like, Endgame is just okay. You have to realize, though, Andrew, that there are some people out there who just like going to the movies for the sake of seeing something. Yeah. So they're okay with... Then why the hell are you listening to this podcast when we listen, <laughs> when we analyze media? That's fair. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I write. I just read the whole synopsis of the movie, and I'm like, I kind of, I kind of saw that was what they were going for. Yeah, right. I think that's, no, it was predictable, and, and that's what I said. Is like, is is the beginning of the movie was? Oh, we're over the five minutes, so if people skip ahead now, then then they're gonna be have it be spoiled for them. So that's that's the review for for Toy Story. Yep. That's how I feel. Go see it for yourself if you like Toy Story and Pixar. I'm just saying, Pixar's failing. I think that if you're... No, okay, hold on. Hold on one second then. Uh, When you're saying Pixar's failing. (laughs) They're failing at their sequels. They showed a trailer before for a brand new original Pixar. Yeah, Onward. Onward. Which I've heard great things about. I cannot wait. It's like crap. What? Wow. No, so... Because you have to remember that the, the last three Pixar movies, originals, were The Good Dinosaur, Brave, and... Oh, I, guess, I guess no, no and Coco and Coco only did okay. Like it didn't do. great. Coco was great though. I yeah. did watch that. Coco was a good movie. Yeah, Good Dinosaur was shit. Brave <laughs> was okay. It was <sighs> Billy Connolly made it tolerable. Yeah, I, I really did. This, they chose the wrong story to tell about Brave. Like yeah. it was the wrong story. There were there were like a thousand branching paths, and it and it, it was chose... like in it was like in Dungeons and Dragons where like your your uh, cast your your party members are like all right you're in a bar. Here's a dwarf uh, called, you know, Snagglepuss or whatever. Mm-hmm. And here's, a, like, a mighty warrior who has this black, you know, omen around him with a scroll in his hand that he's reaching out to take to you. I want to talk to Snagglepuss. <laughs> like, that was brave. Um, so, anyways, Onward... That actually sounds more... Onward is more of, like... Legit Dungeons and Dragons, but in real, but like, yeah, yeah, it's modern war. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. what if, what if the the universe of Dungeons and Dragons was in the twenty first century? Yeah, like now? modernized. Like yeah. what what happens when fantasy world when uh yeah fantasy worlds get smartphones? Yeah, and and and, and, and yeah, make it make their way. So, so it's basically a movie version of Outbreak Company. That's After true. The fact. That's yeah. true. It was so funny yeah. when, like, the part in the trailer where the unicorns were eating out of the trash. Like, yeah, because you know? well, because it's funny because they're like mystical fantasy creatures that are, but because of human population coming in, they become stupider, yeah. and and which is like really fun. Like, that was like a really funny idea that unicorns are like the raccoons of. It was clever. Yeah. It was really clever. Yeah, but of course, as as you always do. Uh, they're like, look at the voice cast we have, and you're just like, ugh. Like, yeah, so they got selling, Tom Holland, yeah, selling a Chris movie, Pratt. 
selling a movie on the voice cast is already a red flag because it means your movie can't stand on its own without a, you knowing who voices these characters. You see, I don't understand. I mean, yeah, I mean, they have the budget for it, but why can't they just go over to Bang Zoom and get a bunch of them to voice exactly. the characters? Well, and that's just it. there is so much talent over there. And because you have movies uh, like The Secret of Kells and, and yes. all these like, smaller animated features that have absolutely no voice talent in them Except at all. Except for Brendan Gleeson. But but again, who are you gonna go to like a fourteen year old and be like, tell me about Brendan Gleeson? They're gonna be like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and um and you know so they're like, look, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland are in this movie. I know Spider Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just that's what it is. And, yeah. And if you have to sell a movie based off of the voice cast, which is what all animated features do now, it's already kind do of. Do you know point. where that that curse started? Toy yes. Stories. No. No. It was the genie in Aladdin. Yes. He was the first. Yes. So, um, short story. Uh, there's there's actually, a great YouTube video. Yes, there is. There's a great, yeah. Um, she, so she did this uh, video essay, which I recommend to everybody to watch, talking about how um, Robin Williams wanted no part in being a part of the advertising for Disney. It was in his contract that if he sells, if, if the genie ends up selling products, or if the genie ends up selling anything, that that would be a breach of contract for him. All all Robin Williams ever wanted to do was entertain people, and that's all. Yeah. He said that he could use his stuff for educational purposes for kids, but never for selling products. Like when he ended up being the thing of McDonald's, you know, mm-hmm. like the genie did. Um, yeah. So so yeah. Uh, Robin Williams would probably be rolling in his grave to see to see all those kinds and. Uh, and he wouldn't care. He would not care about Will Smith playing the genie. He wouldn't care about that. Yeah, I don't um, think he, would. he, he wouldn't. He wouldn't make it. I mean, minus the fact that the new Aladdin movie is just garbage. But uh, uh, it's it's a soulless version of the better version of the movie. Yeah. Um, Have you seen it? Because I've actually heard decent reviews about it. I've heard whole, like there. That's basically the, the reviews I got was just it's just a shell of like the better version of the movie. And like, I mean, I heard they wrote Jasmine a little bit better, but other than that, yeah, they gave Jasmine a, like something to do. And uh, well, and but but I mean, Iago doesn't even talk; he's just a bird. And uh, the monkey looks ugly because it's just, oh, the mo- yeah. So, and Jafar is just some guy. He's not like this motivated character and the the I mean when I heard that they weren't bringing back Gilbert Gottfried as Iago I knew that Gilbert Gottfried's not going to get any work anymore after the his whole social justice twitter rant like thing. like yeah uh, ex excommunication yeah <laughs> so um yeah I mean it, it's kind of like the same thing like I'm not going to go see The Lion King. Like, so it's <laughs> yeah, the live, the quote unquote live action Lion King. The, the, 100, Even, the 100% animated live action, action Lion, Lion King. King. There's already. As a, much as I love Donald Glover and Childish Gambino, I have no interest in seeing it. I don't either. I mean, no because interest. there's already a masterpiece yeah. of The Lion King. It's called The Lion, Lion King, King. <laughs> starring Matthew Broderick yeah. as Simba yeah. Yeah. And, and Jonathan Taylor, and Jonathan Thomas, Taylor Thomas, Thomas as young Simba. Yeah. And how do you Freaking replace Nathan Lane as Timon. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's they, not even about the cast. It's, it's so, for me. I mean, I me, love Seth Rogen as Pumbaa. That's, yeah. the, that's great casting right yeah. there. There but, is a little bit about the cast, but I'm not going to get. It's into a little it. bit about the cast, but it's not about the cast for me. It's about the animation. There is no heart in 3D animation whatsoever, especially when you try to just put realistic looking animals into something that is a family hey, film cartoon. Yeah, they don't emote like 2D characters. Exactly. Right. The if you watch the original Lion King, it is still better than anything oh, animated that has come and out. And also, 
one of the things that Disney invented, the silhouette. Scar's silhouette in in the original Lion King. You know that scar. Yes. You can tell it's scar. Now he just looks like some lion. Like it's like guys. He's the same color yeah. as Mufasa and Simba. It's He's so, not red. It's even. so yeah, with the black stupid. mane and like sure, maybe he's a little thin and gaunt looking. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. I I hate everything about this whole live action Disney. Let's create with the, everything. With the exception yeah, everything. of the cast, I do like. It's just, it's just like rinse and repeat. I don't even care about the cast. I just, you know, I just don't care. Like, who cares? <laughs> like, yeah. it's just if it's a good movie, it's gonna be a good movie regardless of who the cast is. Like, jeez, man. And that was into the west. Yeah, that was the longest into the west ever, but it was good. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So I guess we should get, start talking about new season of anime. Yeah, because so we do, unless anybody has something really specific that they want to talk about in what we're watching. Well, I did want to quickly say that I had noticed that Crunchyroll had posted. So you know you know about Osamatsu-san that, that came out like a couple yes. of years ago. They posted the original anime version of Osamatsu-kun that came out like in the 80s. And I've been watching that. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. And what I found really interesting is that the majority of Osamatsu-kun isn't even about the sex tuplets. Mm. It's all focused on Iyame and uh, Chibita. And the the sex tuplets are more of like background fodder characters than anything else. Interesting. Oh, wow. But it's really funny. Okay. I would readily recommend people check it out. There, It's one of those shows where you know it's for kids, but they got away with a lot that wouldn't, that wouldn't be in a kid's show today. For sure. For sure. Are we so, talking like... Ping pong club like levels of things that they wouldn't get away with, or what? well, there's well, there's a police officer who uh, shoots first and asks questions later, and <laughs> nice. also likes to My look up dirty guy. pictures. <laughs> he spends all this time in the police office thing looking at porn. Nice, That's, and this was a kid uh, show. Yeah, jeez, yeah. Wow. Um, and what I found interesting too is that in this version of of um, of Osamatsu Kun, because they made a version back in the sixties, in this version. There are two characters, one of which is a police officer, and there's a second character that was in the uh, creator's uh, other series, uh, Bakuban, the, 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 the genius Bakuban. Mm-hmm. And what I find interesting is that just how much they really fit well into the Osamatsu uh, realm. It's uh, So the police officer is also in Bakuban, and there's this character 
his only shtick is that he just sweeps everywhere he goes. He's like this bald, black-eyed, like yeah. buck-toothed guy, just going ray 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 ray. Where is everyone going? Ray 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 ray. And that ray 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 is his written name, and that's all he says. So he he might be a Pokemon for all I know. <laughs> that's strange. <laughs> Well, this was back in the Showa era of comedy when this was created, so yeah. a lot of Showa era comedy is pretty strange. <laughs> but I, I just found it fascinating that Osamatsu-kun was just, despite the title having it be on the main septuplet, a lot of it is more on Iami and Chibita. Mm-hmm. So I just found it fascinating that despite it being titled that, the focus is on someone entirely different. That, for sure. yeah, that is really interesting. That is, that's really, really... Which now leads me to understand, so there's an episode of Osamatsu-san where Iyami tries to kill himself, and he, like, bitches at, at Osamatsu for, like, 15 minutes about, like, how he used to be the main character, and now I realize why he was bitching so <laughs> That's <much>. awful. <laughs> well... Uh... Awful, but it's done hilariously in the anime. Yeah, for... Oh, I, I, I can only imagine. That's great. Um, I do want to point out something that I've been watching for the past week, uh, which is somewhat anime related in a, in a way, but um, I did want to make a shout out to uh, spending my entire week watching uh, Summer Games Done Quick. Um, for anybody who doesn't know the Games Done Quick people, they're a charity organization who um, <clears throat> they just invite speedrunners to play um, seven days straight, 24 hours <clears throat> um, every day. To raise money for charity, and they play video games, speedrunning them all the way through, varying from like really old classic games to games strictly from Japan, playing them in Japanese. Because as it turns out, uh, writing text on a screen in an old SNES game is faster when it's Japanese than in English. <laughs> Therefore, they always to to make the games faster for their speedruns, they play them in Japanese. Um, <clears throat> But then, uh, like, they finished off with Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger was the last game that they played, and the speed run for that is six hours. And they and they beat it in five hours and 24 minutes. Not not a, um, a world, world record. record. Uh, they did, however, make a world record live on the stream um, playing um, Let's Go uh, Eevee. Uh, which for... which makes sense because that's a new game. It's only been out for a few months. Yeah, and and so you're going to be making world records because the speed run hasn't been perfected yet. Yeah, but anyways, at the end of the at the end of it all, so Chrono Trigger was the last one. Five hours, twenty four minutes. They were beating the last boss, <laughs> and they were a hundred thousand dollars away from making their all time goal of three million dollars. And then, um, so what they did was instead they extended the, uh, the, they left the money, like the donations open all the way until the final cutscene ended so that they could make the $3 million and they did. They raised $100,000 in 10 minutes in the last final stretch. And it was awesome because for every thousands of dollars, the entire audience, they have like a thousand people. They rent out a, a convention hall and a thousand people stay for seven days and just watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like a fun event to go to. Yeah. And there were people counting down from the thousand dollars. So when they had, um, uh, like two million nine hundred dollars, one hundred, one thousand dollars later, ninety nine, ninety. They did it for all one hundred thousand dollars, all the way down to the end. And then there were wow. people like after they said a number, there were people laughing like the count. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> like you could hear it. It's so much fun. It's one of like my new favorite things to watch. Yeah, SG. I, I mean, 
you and I was introduced to games done quick because of that goofy speed run of, of two, two worlds. worlds, which is the, one of the funniest speed runs I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. You can beat two worlds in two minutes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. The uh, and and then I started watching them and I got really interested in speedrunning. I was like, oh man. So did I. Like, I, I was why, shocked. Why, why do I like this? Is so that two world speedrun the one where you showed me and it was the guy was at the beginning of the game he literally yeah. turns around yeah. and he's like, oh the final boss is right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just get the townspeople yeah, to beat is, up on him. Hey, go there. meet your contact. We're not going to do that. This is your contact right here. We're just going to run around him. Yeah. What a god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh, god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, so it's a lot of fun. Really entertaining. I watched it for all seven days. I did not stay up for seven days straight, twenty four. Yeah, hours. Yeah, no, I, I watched the games that I wanted to watch. But I, I was, I was actually in school for a training um, for um, summer, and so I was while the teacher was lecturing. I had my laptop up, and in the very bottom corner, I, while I was typing my notes, I was also watching games done quick. Nice. So <laughs> I got to watch them play Kingdom Hearts three. Well, Maybe the, Kingdom Hearts three in like three hours. Well, the best, the best. <laughs> one of my favorite runs that I watched was when they were running Command and Conquer Red Alert three. Yeah. Ah, uh, the best. And and they got the the donation. They got the donation in for them to actually sit and watch the cutscenes. Yeah. Of and not only that, but they played it co-op. So yes. they played co-op version of Red Alert Three, and they watched all the cutscenes, and they were playing as Russia. So we got tons of Tim Curry, and it was yes. so funny. It's yeah. so great. Yeah, it the, was the best out of all the Red Alert series. Yeah, that's one of the um, best things about um, games done quick is that they have these incentives for people to give them money. You know, so. The, the next one, Awesome Games Done Quick. There's two events a year. Awesome Games Done Quick, which is done in the first week of January. And then Summer Games Done Quick, which is done in the last week of uh, June. Mm-hmm. So uh, Awesome Games Done Quick for 2020 is June 5th to 12th in Orlando, Florida. No way. Yep. So uh, for those of you on the Nerdy Show Network, who if you're local to Nerdy Show Network... Um, Awesome Games on Quick is actually has an event. Oh, I would totally go. I would totally go too. I would go too. Yeah, yeah. I would go too. That sounds wicked fun. Wish I could. Um, anyway, we could. We could like broadcast from there. Yeah, <laughs> I want. I just wanted to highlight that because it was really special to me. I spent an entire week of my life doing that, so I figured I'd talk yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about some terrible anime that's coming out. Oh come on, it's not gonna be. Dude, come on. So it's I think something. what we should do is we should just start at the top of the list and scroll down and and talk about. Not everything, because I, 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 there's no way we could talk about everything. I can already see a bunch that I'm going to skip over. Well, right. the ones that I'm planning on, wa- or I have checked on my list, is one, two, three, maybe four, five, six. I don't really want to hear you count. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Seven. As he continues to count. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Nine, and that's it. I have nine. I have nine on the list that I'm going to watch. That's that's pretty good. Okay. Uh, so, um, at the top of the list, we'll just start <laughs> off with Don Machi 2. Yeah. yeah! We didn't have, we haven't watched the movie yet, though. I have. Oh, you have you? Is it good? Yeah, it's very good. I will say there were a couple of slow parts in it, but for the most part, it actually... It actually evolves the characters pretty well. Are we going to need to watch the movie in order to see No, two? because yes. the okay. movie is standalone. Good. Okay. But and it has been written by the original light novel artist or light novel, you know, writer. Do they have a Naruto villain in it? No. Oh, really? For reals? No. Um, it's just a random ass monster. Naruto villain. But no, no, no. <laughs> but without a 
legit backstory. Yeah, I got which, you. I see what you're saying. Yes. Okay, yeah, you know that I, mean. I understand. They yeah, didn't. Wait. They didn't try to shoehorn a Naruto villain. It's. <laughs> With the random, uh, random backstory, Naruto villain, right? Yeah, right. no yeah, backstory. Yeah, no backstory. No backstory. Yeah. I mean, there's a new goddess that shows up that has a backstory, but that's not the villain. Nice, cool, cool. Uh, so Don Machi two looks great. Everybody knows what Don Machi is. We talk about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. One of the best. We're gonna watch it. I'm, I'm gonna watch it because Tiona and Tiona are in it. Same reason why I watched Sordatorio. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm. I, I don't know if I'm gonna end up watching this one. I, I liked my uh, the first season, but Don Machi was like, it's. I was. I was okay with it. You know. It well, you see on the cover of of this artwork, there seems to be a uh, Amazon, a dark skin Amazon woman in the back. So she must be a main character, which means we're gonna see a lot of them. And I'm She's ugly. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't look as good as Tiona and Tione, but <laughs> probably the angle of the specifically picture. Tiona. I mean, look, he's like. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Yeah. So after that one on the list yeah. is the one that Evan's super excited for. Can't you see my jag massive erection for Doctor Stone? <laughs> yeah. Um, Greg's uncomfortable sitting across <laughs> from you. I'm gonna close my legs now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that, that was a poking. Sorry if I poked you a couple times. Uh, so Doctor Stone is looking pretty interesting. Uh, it's definitely being pushed a whole lot by. Uh, a lot of different folks. Mm-hmm. I've oh, seen a lot. I've seen the, some advertisements. Well, like you know, I've been reviewing the manga on Bosch and Bash Brigade, and it's the only manga which every volume I've given five stars to because it's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. And if they're able to capture the same magic in the anime that the manga has, oh, it's gonna be one of the most talked about anime this summer. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm. I that's the probably one that I'm gonna put most of my effort into seeing, and I think it's it's one of the first ones that's starting. It's starting in four days from this recording. Yeah. So, well, I'm actually might be, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, that I might be attending the premiere at Anime Expo. Okay. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That would be sweet. That would be pretty awesome. The next one that I would want to highlight, I'm not going to go right on to the next one on the list. I'm going to skip down mm-hmm. a couple. Yeah, me too. Because um, that one, well, this one's an isekai, that, that which is the next one on the list. But wait, are you, you're not going to talk about Vinland Saga? I have no idea what Vinland Saga is. It's a Viking anime! Yes! <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. A Canadian Viking anime. <laughs> It's crazy. It's about New Finland. Uh, but that's it. That's all I'm going to say about that one. That's a that's a maybe on my list. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've heard good things about Finland. But it is it is done about... Uh, it's Studio Wit doing it, so the Attack on Titan team is mm-hmm. doing it. So mm. Yes. I, I gotcha. Well, we had some, some good stuff going on with the next one from David Productions. <laughs> is uh, the uh, Firefighter Fire Force. I disagree. It, it looks bad. Shobutai. It looks stupid. Who's it made by? Is it made by the person who did Soul Eater? Yes. Yeah. This is, this is the Soul Eater team. Uh, and it. I read the first thing of the manga. It does. It, it looks, was boring. It looks ridiculous. And, but um, but the, I don't know. The reason why I might not watch it is because the main character is the same person who plays Asta in Black Clover. <laughs> and that might make... doesn't scream. That's what I'm worried. That that's what the voice is going to be, because he looks like a screamer. <laughs> well, ah, I'm on fire. Ah! <laughs> so I'll probably give this a shot. I'm not going to say I'm not going to watch it. Uh, I'm going to give it a shot because it, it's okay. Like uh, the first volume of the manga was boring. It didn't grab me. It was just like, oh, this is anime. The anime. Oh, people are spontaneously combusting into monsters. I was like, monsters? Like, come on. And then and then the fire force goes out and puts them out because it's like, okay, well, we have to fight monsters because it's anime. And... We gotta fight fire with fire. Yeah, it's just... I was just like, guys, 
we we got to think up new premises. I know. It, well, it's it's kind of funny because it's almost like this is like you've you've never had firefighter superheroes before. but yeah. it, it's it's almost in the same way. Well, that I'm in, sorry. Did you forget about rescue heroes? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Isn't that a Hentai? That's a, that's a no. I'm talking about the Fisher Price. <laughs> oh, oh no, no. Well, because there is. Remember, we were talking about last episode. We were talking about that firefighter anime. No, remember, no. there's like that those muscly men like. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm pretty sure that that because that's not on the list here. No, that's for and, the fall. I think. Oh, is it the fall? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I I think it might be a hentai. No, it's not <laughs> hentai. It's a TV show. I still can't get over the Fisher Price to hentai connection. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even think of the Fisher Price. I, I didn't know what he was talking about. I was just like, yeah, sure, that yeah, one. The, the fire, children's the, the, toy company. The muscular firefighters. <laughs> but anyway, the only thing that I think about for for this one is like if we take a shonen sports anime, and you know how like everybody is like, I'm playing soccer, but I have a superpower when I play soccer. It's yeah. the same thing with firefighters. I'm a firefighter and I fight fires, but I got a superpower when I fight fire. <laughs> You know, yeah. fires. I use fire to tip, put out fires. <laughs> How does that work? It's because when the wind of the fire goes into the other wind of the fire, they cancel each other out. No, it oh, makes yeah. me think of, um, did you remember in the show uh, Jimmy Neutron, there was this episode where they're traveling in space, and then... Um, I think it's a gene that goes, hey, Jimmy, how is it that we're breathing in space? Oh, yeah, no yeah, problem. Yeah. And then Jimmy's like, well, you see, the thing is, and it cuts to the other guy just yeah. randomly singing over him. Yes, I rem- I do remember that, which is really great. Clever. That's, yeah, that's clever. Um, next one on the list, Skip. Yeah. Because uh, the one after that is... Karakai Jozen no Takagi-san yep, Season 2. Takagi-san Season 2. I'm so happy about that. Which is going to be pretty rad. It should have just been the adult series. I think that You know... I'm hoping that they might actually fit that th- fit that in. I hope I don't know if this might be the 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 second season might be the only season that they do. So mm-hmm. they could have the final episode be with them be as adults. Well, because the 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 way that the last episode in the first season ended, it was cute. You know, she, yes. like she got the love letter and was like, ah, like, but like is and so it, it was nice to see that he got to her. But yes. it wasn't through teasing her; it was through the heart. Yeah, through the heart, and so like it was. So, I wonder how it's going to go with season two, if it's going to be different than that in any way. Well, I've watched the, um, they posted something on April Fool's Day, which was actually a a good little teaser aspect, and there is still a lot of that, that element with Takagi-san overtaking Ishikata with her brand of teasing and humor. So, we might see some of that, but I'm not going to be surprised if they tone it down a little bit for them to actually legit become a couple yeah. near the end. Or or not even become a couple, but even just kind of, like, make them a little bit more real. You know, it gives time for their relationship as a, as a whole. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'll watch that, because it was so cute the yeah, first I time. Know. I, I still it. think that it should be a 15-minute show, but I'm not going to complain about yeah. it. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the Isekai show? Uh, no. Isekai Cheat Magician. <laughs> there's there's mean... literally Isekai in the title. Isekai Cheat... so mad. Like, <laughs> it's Isekai oh. Cheat Magician. Oh, so you're another Mary Soup character. I got that from <laughs> Wise Man's Grandchild this past season. Thanks a lot. You're just doing the same fucking thing like last... All right, so that was that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, oh, oh, Dumbbells. Dumbbells! <laughs> oh, Oh, so we're gonna skip that one. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. go, go, okay, yeah, the dumbbell. Uh, so of course we're gonna skip it. There's dumbbells. Yeah. On the next so Do- Dogakobo is doing the dumbbell. I think we talked this one to death. Everybody yeah. knows we're gonna watch this one. Yes. And we so... um and we watched a trailer for it and it looks really good. Oh and dang, it... this one's in two days. This one comes out before Doctor Stone. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna watch this one first. Yeah, All right. It, it doesn't have a, a network though. No, it's on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. Oh, it's on Crunchyroll. 
Crunchyroll got it. Better. What about um, uh, the one after that, which is Mommy Sakai? Yeah. Well, since it's Anaplex of America, it will definitely be on uh, Crunchyroll. Good. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, so everybody watch Mommy Sakai, because we're gonna, that's probably going to be the big one that we bash on this Trash. season. Yeah. Uh, that... Unless it turns into a horse girl situation where it's like, guess exactly. what? They made a great show. It's yeah. not going to be. No, but it's, no, no. <laughs> well, it's from the same director of Love, Hida, and We Never Learn, so it could be good. Yes. But the source material is what really matters, though. A director can direct something perfectly fine, but if the script sucks, you can you can shine a turd, but you get shiny turds. Mm-hmm. So, so Mami Sakai, we're going to watch it. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Second season of... Quintuplets! Oh, wait, no. Is that what that is? No. No, never mind. Oh, no, no. This one is, uh, do, would you love her even if she was a pervert? What? Oh, yeah. I heard a little bit about this one. Uh, it's like a guy looking for a girlfriend. He finds a love letter from a girl who left her panties as well. So In his locker. Now, but it was... But it was never marked, so he now has to find the girl in the magical panties. It's like Cinderella! Oh, and of course... 21st one, century version. Oh, and of course, one of them is his sister. So... It better not be the sister. <laughs> cool. Okay, that one's done. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I want to I wanna highlight uh, Kanata no Astra, which is a new anime from Lurche, who did Asobi Asabase, Radiant. Um, they wear skin-tight suits. One of the big reason, besides the anime company, that I want to watch it is... So, you see the character with the puppet. Mm-hmm. So that's Hina Kino, who's playing that, who did the voice of Hanako and Asobi Asobase. Okay. She's the reason why I'm going to watch this show and give it a shot, because I loved her performance in Asobi Asobase, just how much range it is. Mm. I'm hoping that she does the same with, like, maybe the cute girl and then the puppet just being, like, a Mr. Hat from South Park sort of situation. All right. That's I'll, what I'm hoping I'll for. put that one as a maybe. That one, do, it doesn't appeal to me because it's, like, a space adventure. And, I, like, I'm very hit or miss on space adventure animes. I'm mostly miss. I don't yeah. know well, if I've ever... No, modern. Modern space adventure anime. It's not the 90s anymore. So we don't have, like, that dirty animation that we not got. Not like Cowboy Bebop. Or, or Outlaw or, Star. Or like, Outlaw Star. Like, Cowboy Bebop and Outlaw Star had that dirty animation that was hand-drawn and beautiful. But you also have to remember that they weren't in space for the whole time either, too. Right. They went to, actually went to planets, and then mm-hmm. it kind of turned into, like, a, I don't know, like, a. it almost it reminds me in a way of, like, a Dick Wolf show where, like, they become, like, investigators yeah. or something. Also, also this one's <laughs> a, about high school students, so it's like, eh, Yeah, it's like, whatever. whatever. <laughs> Everything's about high school students. I hate it. <laughs> Speaking of which, the next one, I, I read a, about a little bit, um, like, what the club of introverts that's talking about things that you want to do before you die. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I, I don't even know how they got this to be a half hour long. <laughs> the the plot is so loose and just like skip. <laughs> I just saw that one. the The art looks good in a the way. Art, the art does look good. The, I will agree. That yeah, I think that good. the I think the Sentai Filmworks has this license too. Okay, I think the reason why I was drawn to this one is because it has a very interesting um, key frame animation, like or a key visual. Yeah, um, yes. like it's it's like, key visuals are very important. They are. And I think this one is the one that drew me in. But otherwise, it's so loose and flimsy. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be any good at all. I don't know what this next one is, but it does. It looks not good. Okay. Which one? Uh, the one with the guy with like a llama mask right there? Yeah, I don't know what that is. What? Nakano Hito Genome? 
A Paca-headed host gathers them after the initial stage. Explain how the game will proceed. Oh, well, it's a game anime? F that. <laughs> after we were burnt by, what was that one? Jimmy Tyson? Yeah. It, well, there's a couple of them. There's like kind of like, I don't know, whatever. Um, I don't know about that one. There's a horror one that doesn't look like horror. That doesn't look like horror. That looks like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Hey, they got a music one. Maybe we passed by the music one. Given? Oh, Given. Yeah. Well, that's also Lurche. And by oh, I think this one might be the boys love one. Just uh, FYI, but oh, I've heard really? good things. I've heard good things about it. Okay. It says music. It doesn't say BL. <laughs> yeah. So the next one that I actually have checked off, I, I don't. So there's a comedy one on here. Um, uh, Joshi Koshi no Muda Zukai. Yeah. I, um, I, I didn't. I didn't mark this one, but I'll mark it as a maybe because of the key visual. But it do, I uh, it doesn't uh, that doesn't it it seems like another something that would be a short anime, yeah, I don't know. So key visual has me grabbed on that one, uh, but that's about it. That's marked as a maybe. The next one that I've actually marked as hey, I'm gonna watch that. I just keep on scrolling. Is is this TV short uh, called Sunandeska? And uh, it's it's because of a plane crash starting today. We're st- we're spending the springtime of our lives on a deserted island. And what do you know? For it's four characters that are all girls. Um, I think there's more than four characters. Well, is it one of those uh, first person views? It might be. <laughs> are we gonna get a one room of of a stuck on an island? Anime? One one island. <laughs> one island. <laughs> better than probably maybe might be better than island. <laughs> No, I I watched Ireland to the end, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I get yeah, it." Like, well, that was, <laughs> I was a thing. Like, yeah, I get it. That was a thing. That's nice. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I don't have anything marked after that except for the movies, which is interesting because there's a Nino Cooney movie coming out. Yep, Nino Cooney. I did talk about that a couple of episodes yeah. back. Of course, there's Kenosuba. We've been talking Kenosuba. Oh my death. god, I can't wait for that. Um, the the movie that I oh no, I'm sorry. There's not even a movie. The OVA that's coming out is a looks like a hot spring episode of the slime slime Re- reincarnation. Yeah, slime. Or it might be a swimsuit episode. This is the one I really want to talk about. Is the slime one? No. Uh, is the OVA for? There's two OVAs coming out for Majimoji Rurumo. Yeah. So those who don't know, uh, Majimoji Rurumo came out like what? 2011. Yeah, like way, way, way back in when Crunchyroll was first starting to be like a huge thing. Yeah. And uh, Majimoji Rurumo was one of those shows that really flew under the radar, but I loved it. I loved every second of it. You see, I thought it was okay. There were some aspects of it that I kind of didn't like, but I can understand where you come from, from the aspect of it. Well, the art was different. Like it it was, Mm -hmm. the art style was different. It It wasn't just anime over and over again. The voice acting was really good. The story was a little cheap because that, it was, that was because, my issue. Because it was cheap. it was a harem, it was a harem, yeah. and um and it was it was okay. Uh, the main character was okay, mm-hmm. but it was charming, and I liked yeah. it. So and, and and now he's directing One Punch Man season two. This and and after but after uh, episode thirteen of Rumo ended, it just ended when we ne- we didn't get anything else. It was yeah. it was just over and. And it, well, nothing. this is like the era before anime like got second seasons. Yeah, unless of course it was an anime that was like continuously going on, like Naruto or One Piece or anything like that. It was a rarity for an anime to get a second season. But I feel like Japan is now going, oh shit, 
this is actually popular in the Western world. More people are watching it there yeah. than over here. We should probably make more. It's very possible. But Rurumo is such a niche thing. And Crunchyroll still has it. Yeah. And I really wanted to rewatch it at one time. But now that I see that Majimoji Rurumo OVA has two episodes coming out, are we going to even get it? Well... Crunchyroll has actually been really good when it comes to OVAs these days. Have you seen, like, that they've been putting, like, bonus episodes of stuff up? And, yeah. Like, for example, School Babysitters. Yeah. Like, they put the bonus episode of School Babysitters up, even though we probably, like, maybe, like, three years ago, that would never have happened. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, it might take a while for us, but we may get this in some fashion. Still haven't gotten the swimsuit episode of Food Wars back when the animation was still good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Poor um, Food Wars. Yeah. We're well, it's, some... it's coming on Toonami, though. And we're, and we're getting a... Are we getting another season? Yep. Yeah. Fourth season this fall. Which, yeah. That's um, right. We talked about that already. Yeah. The one OVA that caught my eye was uh, Kengan Ashura, done by Lark's Entertainment. I've never heard of them before. I've heard of them, but I don't know if I've ever watched any of their anime. Yeah. But it's just... The, the, the key visual is just a bunch of rippling dudes. Uh, oh, <laughs> it kind of looks like Baki the Grappler. Kind of. Um, but it's like Edo period gladiator arenas mm-hmm. and um like businessmen hiring gladiators just to kill each other uh and then like then one of the guys is like i don't want to kill i, I don't want to kill the other gladiators i just want to kill the business people who are hiring us so it's kind of like a john wick sort of thing and uh mob psycho 100's getting a bonus episode too yep. lva which has an official English translation, because I have a friend that works at Crunchyroll who actually did the translation for it, which means it's more than likely coming to America when it gets released. Well, that's good. Um, I So, I only watched, like, two episodes of Mob Psycho 100, and then I fell off of it, so I did not finish the second I season. Would, I would recommend going back to it. It is a fantastic series. I think it might even be better than One Punch Man. Mm. Especially with the second season. Yeah. Right, I think that that does it for me. Anyway, yeah, no, I, I, that, I literally, I think we're pretty on sync with each other on this one. Yeah, where where we're going to be watching a lot of the same shows or attempting to because I only watch mm-hmm. like one or two shows a season now. Well, now that we've done that, how about we uh, go into the ten thousand Japanese fans pick their most anticipated TV anime in summer twenty nineteen list? Okay, sure. So oh, we we talked a lot about this anime. So like, all right. So where should I start? Should um, um, the l- lowest one. So let's see. Number twenty is. Are you lost? I don't know what that is. Oh, maidens in your savage season is number nineteen. Maybe that might be the uh, POV island. I don't think so. No. no. no that... Oh no! Oh, maidens in your savage season is the one about the uh, the one with the holding the flag. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. That, that oh, okay. That the... Yeah. Hmm. Uh, number 18, Magical Senpai. Don't even remember Don't want... that one. Ast- okay, so 17, Astra Lost in Space. I believe that's the one I was talking about with Hinakino mm-hmm. in, in the role there. Yeah. Number 16, Yami Shibai, seventh season. I've never watched it. In fact, it has seven seasons. It must, <laughs> it must... It must be good. <laughs> <laughs> that's not necessarily true. All right, here's what surprises me. Dr. Stone's at number 15. Yeah, um, I would have expected yeah, that I would to be have a little bit higher. a little bit higher, too. Maybe mm. maybe they're expecting more from that from the Americans than maybe. from Japan. I wonder. That's really interesting to think about. We don't know this stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah. About who who is what, bringing what fandom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. Number, tie for number 13, we have, let's see, something, Senki Zesho Symphony Gear 15. 
Yeah. I don't know what that is. And then with that is Ari Fuerta from Commonplace, the world's strongest. I don't know uh, what that one is. Um, number 12. Okay, so the um, Hensuki, are you willing to fall in love with a pervert as long as she's a cutie? That's yeah. the one that we were talking about with the love letter in the panties. Yep. Interesting. Right. Number 11, Fire Force. Number 10, Vinland Saga. Interesting. So that's like right in the middle yeah. of the list. Number nine, Wasteful Days of High School Girls. You were talking about the visual of that. Yep, maybe catching your eye. Uh, number eight, do you love your mom and her two-hit multi-target attacks? <laughs> it's pretty low on the list. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. surprised it's not number one, but mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. All right, joking. number seven, Isekai Cheating Edition. Did number seven, did it get number seven somewhere because it has Isekai in it? And it's like, oh, it's an Isekai, I'm going to watch All it. Right. No, the mom anime is an Isekai too. Yeah. <laughs> Number six, I think this was the first one you passed over, and I didn't realize it was this show, which I've actually heard good things about. If it's for my daughter, I'd even defeat a demon lord. Is that another East guy? Yeah. Get the shit out of here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number five, To the Abandoned Sacred Beasts. This is the new one from uh, Wit Studio, I believe. No, that was Vinland Saga. That was Vinland Saga. So, To the Abandoned Sacred Beasts. No, this is the new MAPPA anime. Oh. And I um, won't be watching it. (laughs) <laughs> I've heard good things. Like the thing about this one is the person who directs it is more about doing like slice of life and this is like a straight up action show, so it would be interesting to see how it goes. Um uh, Vertical Comics Vertical Comics releases the manga here in America. Okay. I've heard good things about it. That so. girl is holding a single barrel shotgun. Mm. Is she the Doomslayer? I'll watch if she's a Doomslayer. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, The Case Files of Lord El Melio II, which is a spinoff of the Fate Saga, so of course it's... I swear to God, number one better be Dumbbells. <laughs> number three is A Certain Scientific Accelerator. Oh, so another Railgun Yeah, series. that was that was yeah. one of the ones we, we, we skipped, skipped over. over that, yeah. yeah. Number two is Karakai Jozo no Takagi-san 2. Okay. Interesting. And number one is Don Machi Season 2. Of course, oh, okay. okay. And yeah, Dumbbell, no, didn't, even Dumbbell make... didn't even make the list! Oh my gosh, I'm not surprised, I guess, but... Everybody's just like, Dogu Kobo! That is a very... That's a cute show. That is a very wicked anime show, though. Well, you know? because... Yeah, we, we, we do that. Dumbbells! We do that for the memes. <laughs> Dark-skinned girls with muscles, yeah! yeah. <laughs> Dogu Kobo, they do cute stuff! I know. We're very memeable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, this is the... Yeah. Now I remember Is that this. the Demon Lord one? Yes. I did skip over that one. Oh! That looks... Young, oh my gosh! Like, geez, it's about a father who's protecting his daughter from from a demon lord. From demon lord, I'll add it. I guess that that might be interesting because I saw the key visual and I was just like, that doesn't look like something I would like. And yeah, then, because it because it had all the little kids in it. But if the main character is the dad, that might it's be literally called if it's for my daughter. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. Let's let's add that coming one. out on July fourth. America. Oh, that's why. Look, I can't even uh, the key, I can't <laughs> yeah, even the, see the key visual. Yeah. So I didn't even know it, yes. the the title is so long. Well, because every isekai, yeah, because every, every isekai our author makes a long title because it's bad and stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, so should we wrap things up then? Uh, right. Do we have any fan service? Not that I know of. All right. I'm not aware of anything being on the Discord that we have fan service. Let me see. There's, I am pulling up. Okay, there were there were a bunch of news stories that we had on the. On the... I kind of have a random question, but it's totally anime related. Okay. So while I was away at my conference last week, I was talking with another uh, peer in the class, mm-hmm. 
and the argument somehow came up that is King of the Hill an anime? And I said, of course <laughs> not. And he actually tried to make an argument that it was. Now I want to hear from you guys to see: Would you consider King of the Hill anime? Well, I'd be why more. Or why not? I'd be more interested in f- hearing why he thinks it is because it's not. It's it's it's, it's Korean because it, anime because it's animation. So that's how I like describe. No, that. so no, but I said the art styles were different. Mm-hmm. So anime anime is a term. It 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 and in Japan it does just mean animation, like an animated TV show. But yeah. in the Western world, it is more akin. Yeah, to it classifies Japan. it as yeah. A anime show. is the term we use for animation that came from Japan. So no, it's not anime. In the same way that you don't really classify uh, the la- Air, uh, Avatar, the Last Airbender, as anime. Um, so, or the or the Boondocks as anime, or so you say anime like from Japan, but there are animes that have come out in America. So why couldn't like King of the Hill then be anime? That this is something like. But well, that's what say. I mean. I, anime that comes out in America, I don't consider to be anime. Yeah, animation. It's, no, but like uh, the company American that companies that make anime like for anime. Like you know, okay, you get so what I'm saying no. So for example, like. <laughs> So Muppet Babies, yes, was animated by, by Toy, Toy Animation. Animation. Yes, but we wouldn't classify it as anime because it was written by Americans. It was written yeah. by Americans. the The source of the creation is started in America. So, so which, by the way, that uh, defunct TV episode of Muppet Babies was great. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. It was. Really I haven't watched it yet. <clears throat> I and but I would say that this is all strictly opinion about yeah. how he believes. But I would totally say. If we're going strictly based on King of the Hill, no, it is not. No, King of the Hill is yeah, not an anime because That's I dumb. mean Judd Apatow, Judd Apatow, Mike Judge, Judge. Mike Judge, <laughs> Mike Judge, yeah. yeah, Mike Judge. Um, you know, was the creator of it. He wrote it. He he created it. Sure, it was animated in Korea, where all things are animated now, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be classified as anime because the source material was from America. Mm-hmm. Okay, and with that being said, I'd like to challenge all Wicked Anime fans to send send us fan art of what King of the Hill would look like if it was Japanese anime. Go. <laughs> I can already Google this. <laughs> I know. I'm I, not kidding. I know one of the first ones that's going to come up. If it's going to be uh, the um, going Super Saiyan, like Hank Hill going Super Saiyan. Whoa! <laughs> Gorilla Hill. Yeah. That's... Mm, that's... He he means no. like he means like that famous Simpsons painting where all the characters are are anime, are anime like, characters. But oh, he wants when they like, remade Akira with Bart Simpson. No, did they do that? Um, yeah, they did. Akira Simpsons. They've done yeah. <laughs> See that? No, again. Well, so uh, so okay. So um, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Which picture I'm talking about? Right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. There's also Barkira. That's what it's okay, called, Barkira. Yeah. No, because 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 Bart, it's still Bart Simpson. It's not an anime version of Bart Simpson. Like he, we're talking about. Ned <laughs> Flanders getting shot up. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd say like draw the art style of like with the eyes and everything. Yeah. That's what I mean. S- yeah, stylize stylize the characters of King of the Hill in anime versions. Yeah. Okay, everybody. <laughs> If you, if you want to talk about something that's coming out in the new season of anime, well, you can get in touch with us in a whole bunch of different ways. You, first off, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where you can message us over there, comment on news articles, or, you know, 
just generally view everything that we got going on with Wicked Anime as far as scheduling and events and what have, what have you, hey, you can easily, easily, easily get in touch with us like anytime you want, more or less, on the Discord server. Now, the way you connect to the Discord server is you go to that Facebook page, and at the top of the Facebook page pin, there should be an invite. Uh, and you can click on that invite and just send us all the memes you want about whatever you want on the Discord server. Wicked Anime Discord, go, yay! You can also find us at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime if you're not already listening to the podcast there, uh, where you can listen to the podcast on other things where you can find all your podcast listening shows at Google and... Stitcher and Acast and Podchasers and where else? I don't know. Everywhere. 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 Everywhere you can find podcasts, Wicked Anime will most likely be there. Maybe. You can also find us uh, at youtube.com slash Wicked Anime Reviews where there are videos and cool things that we like to post about the Wicked Anime life of conventions and videos and reviews and all that good garbage. And you can find us on social media at twitter.com, at, and you can tweet us at YoWickedAnime, and we will tweet some stuff back, maybe. That's Probably right. a gif or a meme. Yeah. If you, wanna, uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me at facebook.com slash aflmart. That's aflmart, um, where I am currently open for commissions, and I am currently working on my webcomic Solarian Sun which is about to launch in just a couple months probably so you can keep updates on that a couple months well month or two I would say uh, so that's why you gotta keep your eye open I'm gonna announce it everywhere that we do Wicked Anime when, once it's launched anyway mm-hmm. you can guarantee that and you can also find me at Instagram.com at AFLM underscore art follow me there buy commissions support me yay Evan all right, so for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bash Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast show, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbashbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, on Twitch, and on the J-pop, video games, and anime amino pages at kingbaby.esh. Like us on facebook.com slash bossabassbrigade and facebook.com slash landofesh. And you can also follow me on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Electric System, including, well, the Electric System, <laughs> Phil's Recap and Review, and Smashbook. And as some people may know, the Electric System podcast has concluded, but a new show, Black Compact, will be premiering very, very soon, I will be, well, I will have been at Anime Expo, and I hope any of you listeners out there who find me will come up and say hi if it's not too crowded and we're not dying in between all the other people that are in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when No Borders No Race comes back, we're going to have a brand new theme song, as I mentioned in my last episode. And these guys listened to it. Uh, I think Greg said it really uh, jarred him. <laughs> wow. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that's it. Okay, great. So, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. I hope that uh, in the next episode when we've uh, watched some anime, I hope we've watched some anime by then, mm-hmm. um, we'll be happy to tell you what we hated so much. Uh, <laughs> I have, that's my favorite time of year. I get to do it four times a year. I get to hate so many things at the same time. <laughs> 
and it's it's the best time. But it's a lot of work too. So everybody else do their homework as well, and we can argue about some opinions. And remember to celebrate July Fourth responsibly, kids. <laughs> well, July Fourth will be over by the time. It already happened. Yeah, well, for next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You have to reflect on your mistakes and, and don't do it again. Don't do it again. Yes, uh, for those who lost a couple of fingers and a couple of toes playing with fireworks. Well, now you know your lessons. Yep. And now you've learned your lesson. I feel like I I feel like I'm a the, the, the Don Hertzfeld cartoon right now. Time sign off the only way know how. Game on! Okay. So what we were discussing about this is why the hell diamonds? Why? Why? Why diamonds? Why? 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 Cut out whatever we are saying now and just no, stick it in the- don't, no. You can keep this on because the music's playing and then whenever it stops, just cut right into it. Mm-hmm. And we tried every single mattress in yeah. the store. For those who are tuning in right now, we're talking about mattresses. This is totally going in the beginning if I edit it. <laughs> it, well, it. Greg is very defensive about his mattresses now that he works for a mattress company. Mm-hmm. No, I just agree that like you need oh, to listen to your body. Yeah. So okay. So fine. So you oh, yeah. <laughs> you weren't even working at a mattress place when I picked my mattress to begin with. So no. what's the difference? <laughs> now, for those of you who are wondering why this has to do with anime, I mean, you need a great mattress for your Dakimura. Dakimakura. Dakimakura. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. If I can. Well, if you're you also none need... of us have none of us have them. That's why we get it <laughs> your wrong. Your wee pillow. <laughs> You also need the proper amount of energy to watch anime, so you have to get a great night's sleep. I get a great night's sleep on my mattress. Well, good for you. But there are plenty of people it out there who don't. It was picked by a computer. No, you can't. It was picked by a computer. And it was $200 cheaper than any other mattress. But you I don't think ma- you looked hard enough. You didn't go to Mattress Firm. We... Mattress Firm, we can actually, they have... <laughs> <laughs> We're not sponsored by Mattress Firm. Greg just works for them. We probably shouldn't say that. (laughs) Mattress Firm has actually told us that we can run it like our own business, so we are able to like give deals out and you know. So I don't. You can haggle. Technically, this is behind the scenes. Yes. So, listeners, if you want to go go to Mattress Firm, find Greg, find Greg, and and say and use use code. I listen to Wicked Anime. Get a free mattress. A good deal on a mattress from Greg for two chickens and a goat. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's for a wife. And that's bartering, not haggling. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> you, you technically can haggle to a point if you're really persistent. We, I suppose. <laughs> you could probably get it for the at-cost price. But Do you have diamond-encrusted uh, mattresses? I know that they do that now. Like, diamond threads. Oh, so I, I don't know. I'm still in training, so I don't know everything about the products. But there is one mattress from... Beauty rest that I think it's on the higher end that there are little micro diamond pieces in the um, the foam for one of the memory foam beds. Okay, who, for, who the hell I'm would want this? Yeah, who for the hell? some reason, like, it, it, part of, no part one's of the going line. to see the fucking diamonds. <laughs> What's the point? Actually, you can see the diamonds because we have a display cutout of that mat. That mattress. No, I mean, when you put the sheets on the mattress, you're not going to see the fucking diamonds. Well, you wouldn't see it anyway because it's the foam in the mattress. So why would you fucking buy it with diamonds?
in it when no one's going to see it. You have to go down and talk to a, a assistant manager manager who's training me, and they could actually tell you why. It's part of like the cooling technology <laughs> in the mattress. But you've told me about other mattresses with cooling technologies that are going to be probably five times cheaper than the ones with diamonds in and it. And we offer them, sure. We fit to everyone's so budget. So what's the point of having diamonds in a fucking mattress? I want talk to my manager. <laughs> Let me get the manager. (laughs) I'm still training. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.